0: Rincast number four. Another crappy podcast production. Hi there, this is Alan of AtTheFair.com, that's FAIR with an E at the end, and this is the Rencast show number four, the podcast that proves beyond a shadow of a doubt that, yes, anyone can have their own podcast. Before I get started with today's show, I wanted to mention a few other podcasts that you might be interested in. First is the Renaissance Festival podcast by Mark Gunn in Texas. This is a weekly music show that features songs by artists currently performing at festivals across America. You can learn more by visiting renaissancefestivalmusic.com. Next is the Pirate Comedy Show downloadable audio file show. That's my group, the Pirate Comedy Show, and it's a weekly bit of silliness based on our stage show that we perform at renaissance festivals, shopping malls, and uh, coffee shops. You can learn more about that at piratecomedyshow.com or some of my other non-Renaissance-related podcasts at anothercrappypodcast.com. Okay, in our last show, we took an audio trip to the Minnesota Renaissance Festival in Shakopee, Minnesota. We had some interviews with patrons, merchants, and performers, but I ran out of time, so I've got more interviews to share with you today. These interviews were conducted on September 18, 2005, and it was my first visit to the Minnesota Renaissance Festival, and I met a lot of really interesting and fun people. And some very patient people, too, have been waiting for me to finally get around to sharing their interviews with you here. Let's start out with a place most patrons are fortunate enough to never have to see up close. The Stocks. Part street character, part stage entertainment, and part public humiliation. I met up with three guys whose mission in life was to make sure your visit to the festival was one you'd never forget.
1: My name's Little Dave, I'm a stocksman, I lock people up and insult them. I am an enforcer of the law. And how long have you been doing this? I've been out here five years. And how
2: did you get started?
1: I knew a guy from uh, improv, actually. Stuff it in the cities. And he did this and hooked me up, he came out here, auditioned. What's your favorite part? I'd have to say the bondage Yeah That's definitely a Definitely a good element Yeah Let's do it in public
2: What's your least favorite part?
3: Mmm The drunks Yeah
1: Yeah I'm working on it
3: Yeah
1: Not all drunks are bad
2: No
3: It's it's cool I like it
2: And who are you? Uh, My name's Nathan Also uh, known as A.K.A. uh, Ensign New Guy Ensign New Guy And how long have you been doing this? Uh, This is my first year So this has been about
3: six weeks Five, six weeks now. How did you get?
2: How did you find out about it?
3: Um, my roommate actually did this last year uh, and he found out about it uh, just through
2: friends, auditioned, and then they said they needed another person this year, so I came out and, and did it. How do you like it? I like it a lot. Uh, it's probably one of the best jobs I've ever had. You gonna keep doing it? Oh, yeah, definitely. Do. do you feel jealous that I'm not gonna ask you any questions at all?
0: Yeah, you bastard. Well, not every story is going to be a good one, and if you've listened to this show, you certainly know that by now. Of course, a festival's not a festival without some fantasy elements. I am
4: Dr. Wizard, also known as Phineas M. Ampersand. Yes, I am the wizard of the village, the Merlin, if you will, the, the big kahuna in the wizardry world. Yes.
2: And, and what do you do in your little tree shelter here?
4: Oh, primarily I tell riddles. Oh, and people like riddles? Oh, no, they hate them and they run away. Yes, of course they like (laughs) riddles. They, They answer them, try to figure them out, and stand here staring at us for tens of minutes at a time.
2: And how long have you been telling riddles here?
4: Oh, this is my 25th anniversary, but for riddles, I would say we've been doing it for... Oh, about, uh, what, 12 years? 14. Perhaps, forty oh, it's more than I ever thought. 14. It's a long, long time. And that's only when I started doing oh, it. Oh, good heavens, then it must be about 17 that's years. That's what I figured, yeah. 17 total years. Okay, well, step back
2: 25 years. How did you first get involved with the Renaissance Festival?
4: Oh. Way back when, when I was going to school, some school chums who worked out here uh, twisted my arm and said I simply must come out and, and, and try to uh, enjoy the village. Well, I came out once as a patron, and after that I knew that I had to be behind the scenes rather than you walking around You said they the hit street. you on the
2: head and dragged you out here kicking and screaming.
4: Practically, practically, right. but it wasn't are. quite that bad. And uh, what, is, what is your favorite part of Renaissance Festivals? Uh, watching the women. <laughs> uh, uh, well, honestly, uh, you don't want me to lie, do you? Yes, yes. No, no, it's no, very entertaining. They, they come by and wave their little hands like that. Hello? I wave back. It's most delightful.
0: I guess it might be good to point out that I was talking to a wizard and a troll. Their booth area was uh, made out of tree branches all lashed together to make kind of a, a cage enclosure, which, looking back, might have been pretty appropriate.
2: Now, is there a website or anything anybody could use to find out more about what you guys do? Oh, yes, this, this
4: there
0: is a Wizard and Troll website, yes, I
2: believe? There is. It's a
4: there fan is. club. Yes. <laughs> Indeed, there what's is. The, what's the address? Do you remember? So,
0: only it? at a Renaissance Festival would there not be a business card with an Internet address handy for anyone who asked. Of course, since this was a wizard, he certainly had ways we could track him down.
2: Um, uh, I suggest scrying. Uh, ah, uh, yes. Get a very, yeah. very get get a very shallow bowl with a dark bottom or a crystal bowl. Fill it full of water okay. and stare at it until you can envision a wizard and a troll telling riddles for hours ad nauseum. Yes, yeah, you either. But fall or barring or that, you can, can search
4: the web. No, yeah. that's mine. Yeah. what what is the name of that Wizard and Troll website?
3: Wizard and Trolls Fan Club. Fan club. dot com. Well it's on uh you have to go to MSN Group.
2: Oh, yes. oh, it's, it's a it's news group. It's a MSN group. It's a yeah, it was cheap. <laughs> you know, for eight ninety five a year. You can have a domain that will redirect there. But you know get, But you know what? Nobody goes to it
3: anyway. That's right, just us. <laughs> just us. Uh,
2: but, but, but I'm telling you, 12 people you. will hear this and go there. Ooh, oh wow, well, we can get well, some action. So you can artists, join right?
3: though. That's, <laughs> that's, right, and
2: yeah, then you that's can the problem. As, well.
0: as I pointed out in previous shows, sometimes it's difficult to be around Renaissance Festival performers and actually get a straight interview out of anyone.
2: Okay, one more thing. Tell us a riddle. Ah, what uh, kind of riddle? Easy, hard, or
4: really difficult?
2: Probably medium. Not a
3: really good riddle. A really good riddle. Not okay. a really An good.
4: Original riddle. An original. An yes. original. Really good. It is what we've written. Doctor Wizard yes. riddle. All right. What confounds the senses and boggles the brain? To some it gives pleasure. To some it gives pain. The trick is to view it with more than your eyes, for once you have mastered it, you shall be wise.
2: Oh, I love
4: it. It's a very good riddle. It is a very good It is a very good riddle. A wonderful riddle. Well written. Thank you, thank you.
0: Any ideas? I didn't have a clue, but we'll check back with the wizard and the troll later on in the show. Now, moving right along, we certainly have other types of performers that we run into with these things. What would a renaissance festival be without kings and queens, royalty and nobility? I am Sebastian Barnabas-Chatchman, Earl of Wiltshire. I am the keeper of
1: the Privy Seal.
2: And how long have you been doing that?
1: Uh, How long have I been doing that, Your Grace?
3: Fifteen years.
1: Yes, fifteen years. Yes, indeed. Yes.
2: So how did you get
1: started? How did I get started? Oh, well, you know, um, well, the land in which the Shire sits on is my own, therefore, and then they gave me the duties of keeping the, uh, privy seal, yes, has nothing to do with the bathroom. I could probably go on forever. I think you should probably go on to someone else, and I will just be in the bathroom. It's
2: okay. Same question. Who are you, and what do you do here?
1: Lady Elizabeth Seymour, Duchess of Sturbridge, I am with Her Majesty traveling and traversing the Shire just to go shopping.
2: Where is Her Majesty?
1: Her Majesty un- is on respite right now, and then she will go to the Gels.
2: That's why you're busy stuffing your vase? Yes!
3: Oh, I mean, no. I, I mean, no. No. Breaking
2: the path, I'm, Yeah. Breaking yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. my fast. yeah. And,
2: and how long have you been doing this?
1: Um, almost 10 years I will have traveled with Her Majesty and His Majesty. You started when you were like five? Oh, no, seven. <laughs> okay. I'm a little older than I look.
0: I guess when I interview people that are dressed this nicely, I should expect even prettier comebacks.
2: I am the Black Widow, and I run the Widow and Training School here on site. And for ten years, I have been doing that. Yes, exactly. quite a bit of business. Do you ask her how many husbands she's had in ten years. How well, many husbands have you had in ten years? so I'm
3: working on number 40 this year. The Queen says when I reach 40, we get a morning party. It well, <laughs> <don't> is. <know. laughs> The math on that's outstanding. You see it? Right? It's a seasonal occupation for her.
2: And who are you and what do you do here?
3: I am Lady Patricia Higgins, Baroness Hammermore, and I am keeper oh, uh, of Her Majesty's robes. <laughs> you keep her robes? Indeed. She has a lot of robes? I, I am also married to Her Majesty's tailor,
2: so... He makes the robes and you keep them. Indeed. Does she ever wear them? Well, only when I let her.
3: Ask her why the tailor is not here.
2: Why is the tailor not here?
3: The the tailor did have too good an evening last night amusing himself. That would be with the muses. Yes. He spent
2: a bit of time with the muses last night. This is why this is a bad idea. (laughs) See, 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 see my point? Okay. And who are you and what do you do here?
5: I am Lady Marion Fitzwalter, the Baroness of Arlingford, sir, and my cousin has a manor not too far here from here, so I come here and I do what every lady does best, and that is shop. Oh,
2: and, and there's a lot of shopping to be had here at Minnesota's Renaissance
5: Festival. Oh, yes, there's actually quite a bit of shop. Oh, my goodness, I said the S word, didn't I? They're, they're, they generally go off like that when they're ready to, to do some shopping. So, my boyfriend actually happens to be a very uh, notorious rogue. Uh, perhaps you know him by the name of Robin Hood.
2: I think I may have heard of him.
5: Oh yes, well, I think I'm I, I know a mate of his, Will Scarlet. Really? Yes. Oh, marvelous! Well, you see, unfortunately, he and Will and other members of the Merry Band have been chased so far away from this realm that they are no longer present for the Harvest Festival. So I'm here by myself. Oh, no. Oh,
2: that's such a pity.
5: Yes, well I'm searching for new rogues. Anyone interested? Oh, uh,
3: mm-hmm. hi. Everybody. Oh hello. Uh, oh, it's good. Mm-hmm. Enchanted.
5: Yes, yeah, very nice to meet you. <laughs> and
2: and how long have you been doing this?
5: I have been. Been doing this for all 14 years.
2: You started when you were five.
5: <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> four, yes, four, four years. Yes, all
3: right. And you, sir? I'm Sergey, musician, and. Uh, Sort of rapscallion I've been called.
5: He's the rogue.
3: <laughs> and what do you play? Uh, the djembe, it's a drum, and I sing, and a little bit of mandolin. And how long have you been doing that? Um, about uh, several years, about four or five years. And how did you get started? Uh, playing for gypsies, wonderful folk to watch. So it's, any chance to uh, to drum and watch them dance is a good uh, opportunity.
2: And what is your favorite part about joining the, the festivities here?
3: Well, uh,
0: Probably lovely ladies like this right here. Thank you. <clears throat> the possibilities for rogues are are endless. I think I'm sensing another reoccurring theme with these interviews. I guess it doesn't matter whether you hang out with the nobles or the peasants. There's certain things that attract all kinds of guys to Renaissance festivals. Now, while I was conducting this interview, I, I couldn't help but notice a female that had just the most amazing, amazing eyes that I'd ever seen anywhere. They were quite, quite... Uh, well, quite different. Here, um, see what I mean.
3: My name's Katsa and I'm the cat out here, and I've been out here for two years now, and I entertain little children and anybody else who wants to actually play. <laughs> now,
2: were you the one with the ball of yarn the other day? Yes,
3: I was. That was me. Okay. Uh-huh. And,
2: and, and, the big ball. And what is your favorite part about being at festivals? I think the little children and playing with them and watching their eyes light up when they see a cat that's bigger than them.
0: Yeah, that's it. Cat-like eyes, I believe. Um, Very different to see a woman roaming around a festival with a ball of yarn that's, well, bigger than my first car. Um, Speaking of unusual things to see, there was also another small creature sitting down, quietly minding its own business while these interviews were going on. Of course, naturally, I had to go see what was up with that.
3: (laughs) 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 Meow, (laughs) meow, meow, I like tuna. Thank you. Thank you. Ooh, hello. Okay, who are you and what do you do here? My name is Lazarus. I am the resident Sarcastic Cat. I rule the Fuzzy Union, and if you don't pay your dues, I know where you're parked. That's it. Interview over. Where's my paycheck? No, really. Where's my paycheck? I'm waiting. I've got tuna, and I've got kittens to feed here. Grow on, buddy. Let's go. No, really. Let's go. Hello. Man, no respect around here, I tell ya. So, with your fantasy soul-stealing device, how many souls have you stolen today? Three and a half. Oh, that's impressive. Even I have only gotten one and a half today. However, I did make one man leave his wife because I defuzzified him. (laughs) I do have that power, you know. And on that note, thank you
0: very much. Yeah. And maybe you just had to be there. And speaking of being there, in part one of this interview series, I spoke with Barb of the new riders of the Golden Age jousting troop. You know, the big guys that get on the big horses and whack each other with the swords and the real pine lances? Well, at least these guys are using real pine lances. It doesn't say a lot about intelligence, but boy, does it say a lot about toughness. Of course, it's not all guys with swords and lances on horseback. There's a lot of other folks on the ground that make the show actually happen. And here's one of them right now.
1: I'm Andrew Carlson, and I'm a squire, and I'm a jit, which I was doing in training. Okay. Up, Bill. So, so what does a squire do? <laughs> well, it depends on the day. Usually I just sit on a bench, and I wait for the lance pieces to break, and then I pick them up. But... Last night some of the other squires had a bit too much tequila, so today I had to bolt on a ton of extra armor, chase horses, uh, put on helmets, pin the helmets, unpin the helmets, remove armor, pass lances, chase horses down, sweep horse poo, set up the list, bring all of the armor out onto the list. I'm going to have to clean up all of the lance pieces and all of the armor off of the list after I'm done. I have to carry Bill around and play petting zoo with all of the patrons who come up and want to speak with me. Bill the horse, that is. Uh... Yeah, I guess that's pretty much all I did today. And 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 sell drinking horns at the drinking horn booth when I have some time off. And how did you get involved doing this? I was bored. I didn't want to work as a valet anymore. I met them up in Sterling, New York, and, uh, you know, uh, yeah.
2: Boy, he's just eloquent. And what's your favorite part of festivals?
1: Um, I don't know,
2: playing with horses women there you go yeah
1: women we're looking for
3: thank you really nice.
0: <laughs> for what it's worth that guy also plays a pretty mean guitar now there's a lot of other types of entertainment at the festival that doesn't involve being on stage being at the stocks wearing fancy nobility clothing or hitting each other with big pieces of wood there's uh roaming merchants that add a lot of color to the festival and if they do their job right they're part of the show
3: My name is Anne, and I'm a rose girl.
2: And how long have you been a rose girl?
3: For a year now.
2: Okay. Now, how did you get involved?
3: My mother knew the lady who works at the fashion tree, and she and I became friends, so now I work here.
2: Okay. Do you like it? I love it. What's your favorite part?
3: My favorite part is um, the guilt trip that you lay on the men if they won't buy one for their lady.
0: Wow, that takes me back. In fact, one of the first things I did as I was getting more involved with Renaissance festivals was vend roses at events in and around Iowa. Good times, hmm. Of course, there's more to running a festival than just having entertainment and people selling stuff. There's a whole infrastructure that exists entirely to make everything function smoothly. Uh, Some people that I noticed a lot at this festival were walking around in rather bright-colored outfits with large sticks with kind of banner flags on them and little two-way communicator walkie-talkie things in their ears. It turns out they were part of the staff there to make sure that if anybody got hurt, somebody could take care of them. If there was any security issues to answer people's questions, these people were all over the place. So I wanted to go and ask them, hey, what's up?
5: Okay, my name is Katherine Mead. I work for Safety Service. Safety Service responds to all medical calls, all lost parents, lost children. Uh, We take care of anything that needs to be taken care of. We make sure that uh, the Renaissance Fair is safe.
2: And do you have communicators or something? How do you keep in touch?
5: We have, uh, right now I'm hooked up to, uh, radio, and when I'm, when I'm walking about, and if somebody's trying to get in contact with me, and they're like, what are you doing? I'm listening to the voices in my head.
2: Okay, so, <laughs> so safety and security, and that's a yes. real big concern with festivals, right?
5: Yes, uh, well, like today, we're probably over 20,000 people.
0: Did she just say 20,000 people? I mean, that's almost as many people as lived in the town I lived at in East Texas. Wow. uh Yesterday
5: we had 27,000 people. So we, we have people uh, walking. Uh, I'm, I'm dressed in yellow and red uh, and with a yellow and red flag. Uh, big red cross um, on the front of uh, my outfit and on the back. When you see us, uh, the crafters, all the entertainers, uh, actually a lot of the, uh, sub, uh, the patrons, know who we are and they come to us if anything ha- occurs out of the ordinary to help out
2: okay. now how did you get involved with this type of job
5: uh, three years ago uh, I came by uh, before the renaissance had opened up and I was just uh, I came it was really a chance it was, um, I just came by asking crafters did they need any help they said well we can't really pay you I'm not looking for money I'm looking to help So I got to talking to some people. They found out that uh, I was a volunteer firefighter for three years. And then they said, apply to safety service. Uh, And I got the job that uh, Friday night that the Renaissance opened. And I've been working there for three years now.
2: What's your favorite thing about working at a Renaissance festival?
3: Uh,
5: everything. It's, <laughs> it's funny because when you work at a renaissance festival, it takes a really different type of person or from the normal because here we are, we're complaining about the heat, the um, the heat, the sun, the humidity and all that, and we almost all have regular jobs. And they're like, okay... Are you glad that you're working here? Oh, hell yeah. (laughs) So it's like we'd rather be out here in misery and have fun than be at the regular job and in air-conditioned, sitting and doing paperwork. So it's cool.
0: Well, at least she didn't say her favorite thing about Renaissance festivals was the women. Not that there's anything wrong with that. And did you catch your last name? Mead, M-E-A-D, just like the Renaissance Festival wine. Eh, What a coincidence. I guess some people have a calling. And speaking of calling, I'd like to call out to everyone listening to this podcast to take a moment and go to anothercrappypodcast.com. At the top of the page is a little link that says, sign up to our world map. That world map is uh, hosted by frapper.com, and it allows you to enter in your zip code, a name, and a little message and even attach a picture if you want and a push pin will appear on the map wherever it is in the world that you listen to this podcast so far there's only a few people that have done it which is kind of neat considering there hasn't been an episode of the rencast since the map was created so if you'll take a moment and add yourself to the frapper map i'd really appreciate that now, that's all the interviews from the Minnesota Renaissance Festival that I'm allowed to share with you today. But there was that case about the riddle that was posed earlier. You remember the one. I'm
2: glad we added the bass. Oh, yes. I, I don't have a clue unless you're talking about cable television. No, yeah, no, no, no. It's yeah. probably not a podcast either. No, yeah, no. But, yeah, but yeah. we did give the answer. Indeed. Yes. Yeah. Shall we leave that for an exercise for our listeners? Oh, that's a good That's fair. a great exercise. Come back next year and we'll get the
4: answer. Absolutely. Excellent.
2: We only do very good riddles. Very good riddles are our specialty. Wow, well, we got those couple lame ones, too. Oh,
4: yeah. It's like the, um, uh, the palindrome
3: is, of the letter three, round, the round in the middle, and ends, ends with in B. With Anyone can get that. It's a simple one.
0: A palindrome of yes, letters. I, I got that oh, I,
2: right, It then. just can't be that simple. Yes, yes it, it can.
0: can. All right, I told you I'd give you the answer at the end of the show, but the truth of the matter is I couldn't figure it out, and I just couldn't bring myself to ask them to tell me. So if any of the listeners out there know the answer to this riddle, feel free to visit the website and send me a message. That way I'll know, and when I visit these guys again this year, I can tell them I figured it out all by myself. And speaking of visiting these guys, or at least half of them, I think that would be the troll part, their website is www.trollblades.com. That's kind of a related site where it looks like they sell blades like a troll would use. That's the name trollblades.com, I suppose. Oh, they're pretty clever. Hmm.
1: Are you wanting to hear some of the best Renaissance Festival music found anywhere on the Internet? Then quit listening to this podcast and subscribe to the Renaissance Festival podcast over at RenaissanceFestivalMusic.com. In
0: fact, you should click stop right now and go over there and start downloading immediately. It's just a click away. Whoa, wait a second. Just what do you think you're doing? You said I could do a promo for my podcast here. Yeah, yeah, but but they have to stay and finish listening to my podcast first, and then they can go hear yours. Well, mine was here first. Well, uh, mine has interviews. I have those, too eventually all right fine be that way all right everyone if you want to hear great renaissance festival music then you have to go subscribe to the renaissance festival podcast
1: and if you want to keep track of midwest renaissance festival news and information you just need
0: another crappy podcast hey now hey you're the one that named it that uh, oh yeah right RenaissanceFestivalMusic.com or another crappy podcast.com. subscribe to both they're small Well, it certainly was a lot of fun getting to visit the Minnesota Renaissance Festival for the first time last year. And it was even more fun getting to meet and talk to so many new, unique people. And of course, seeing a lot of people that I already knew from other festivals in the region. I just can't help but think there were probably hundreds, if not thousands, of other people that I didn't even get to say hi to. So I guess that means I'll probably have to go back again sometime. So if you work or play at the Minnesota Renaissance Festival, Make sure to let me know through an email or something, and and maybe when I come down and visit again in the future, I can talk to you and we can make you a star. Hey, dozens of people are listening to this. You could be famous. Ah, well, it was certainly a lot of fun, and I've got other things planned for upcoming episodes. I still have interviews from the Kansas City Renaissance Festival and some other things planned for the RenCast, so I hope everybody's going to stay subscribed. The next episode, coming up very, very soon, is going to be an overview of what's coming up in the Winter 2006 edition of the Regional Renaissance Reporter magazine. Back to the color artwork and final inside content is sitting waiting to be printed right now, so maybe we can finally get that thing sent out to all the subscribers and then start lugging it around to all these festivals we start going to once the snow in Iowa melts. Ah, good times, lots of stuff to look forward to. And if you know of any other Renaissance Festival-related podcast, let me know about them, and if you do a Renaissance Festival-related podcast, send me in a promo and I'll put it on the show. Oh, and speaking of renaissance-related podcasts, you know, we certainly need more of them. Right now, I cover the Midwest. Mark Gunn's podcast covers music. But who's reporting on California events, Florida events, Rhode Island events? Are there events in Rhode Island? I think there are. Well, if you don't want to start your own podcast, maybe you can help us out. Both Mark Gunn and myself are looking for interviews to play on our show. Mark would probably be really interested if you could go and interview performers and get them to send CDs and interview materials to them, and I personally would like any type of interview with merchants, performers, patrons. So, if you're interested in being a remote correspondent for the Rencast, get you a digital voice recorder, head to your favorite festival, and tape some interviews for me. Now, be sure to let them know what you're doing it for and where it's going to be played. It's always a good idea to start off each interview talking about the The fact that this is going to be rebroadcast on the internet. If you don't want it to be on the internet, don't talk to me. Something like that. We do that a lot around here. And send me those things with notes about the festivals and details about who you talk to. And maybe I can put together a show all around your interviews. It'll be good. It'll save me a lot of work. And again, you could be famous. Twelve people would hear you. It'd be great. Ah, boy. Did I mention the part about Shameless Promotion, that Renaissance Festival music podcast is actually just a big advertising gimmick for the Brobdingnagian bards? I mentioned that, didn't I? Well, listen to it yourself and you'll find out. I mean, they play a bard song in almost every single episode. How many times do they play the, uh, pirate comedy show? That's what I want to know. Okay, maybe they've played it once, but come on. Oh well, I guess that's the wonder about podcasting. If you do your own podcast, you can do whatever you want. And if you don't like what somebody's doing on their own podcast, you can make your very own podcast and do whatever you want. Boy, I'm getting confused now, but that does give me an idea. Since this is my podcast, maybe, yeah, I'll be right back.
6: Greetings, greetings, land lovers! I am Captain J.P. Boyd, legendary pirate. I'm sure you've heard of me. You have heard of me, haven't you? Well, have you at least heard of pirates? Oh, good, because this is a pirate show. We're pirates and we're piratey. Welcome to the all-new Pirate Comedy Show downloadable audio file show featuring myself, Captain J.P. Boyd, legendary pirate, and my lovely pirate wench, Molly Mayrose. Subscribe today to hear the latest sporadic episodes Episodes as we broadcast live and direct from the Media Center here at the Grand Scale Renaissance Festival and Fantasy Fair in the lovely seaside village of Sacramento. You'll get music, comedy, and much, much more. So grab a Millstream beer and join in the fun.
0: The Pirate Comedy Show is not affiliated with the Millstream Brewery in Matt Iowa, in any way, shape, or form. Any references to the Millstream Brewery, Millstream Beer, or any other of their fine products is not considered an endorsement of the Millstream Brewery or its employees.
6: That's the Pirate Comedy Show downloadable audio file show, setting settle for a podcast near you.
0: Excellent. And on that note, I think that'll do it for me this time. So be sure to visit at the That's fair with an e at the end, where you can browse over 25,000 digital pictures I've taken at Renaissance Festivals around the Midwest, including this one. And if you want to drop me a note, visit anothercrappypodcast.com and send me some feedback. This has been Rincast show number 4, Minnesota Rinfest Part 2. Thanks for listening. Another
6: crappy podcast production.
0: The music used at the beginning and the ending of this podcast is Packington's Pound by The Orcs and Trolls. To learn more about this and other equally exciting podcasts, be sure to visit www.anothercrappypodcast.com. If you'd like some print to go with this audio, be sure to check out the Regional Renaissance Reporter, a quarterly publication dealing with all things Renaissance festival related here in the Midwest and beyond. Now in its fifth issue, featuring a new magazine format and glossy color cover. Ooh. For more information, visit www.renreporter.com. And remember, a year's subscription is just eight bucks, so don't be cheap. Subscribe today. If there was anything else we had to mention or plug, we'd be plugging and mentioning it right now. If you have something we should mention or plug, be sure to contact us, because we have space to fill. I'm trying to get
6: the wizard to put riddles on it, but he hasn't done
2: that yet. Oh, I can't say it's a blame him. Yes. Well, Free end. show, you should do that. Oh Because yes, We'll want to. Start, we we'll, we'll just clone it and do it in Iowa until you find out about it.
3: Ah, that'll <laughs> work. Sure I can't have this.
0: 30 minutes coming up now.